Good morning and happy Saturday, you guys. It is Amanda and Barron with Kicking Cancer Cares on KSLM Radio, 104.3 FM and 1220 AM. Before, never gets old. I know. I love it. <laughs> Before we get started, I want to give a huge shout out to our sponsors of this show for the first segment, and that is Oddmo's Pizza. You cannot go wrong with their green monster with the cauliflower crust. Phenomenal. That's my favorite. Barron's is, I feel like the deep dish. No, but I really do like that green monster. It I is mean, the so deep, good. The deep dish is really good, but there's two pounds of cheese on there, so you can only do that so often. Okay, yep. This is true. This that's is true. That's the 30. That's my 30%. Yep, that's the 30. <laughs> Uh, and then our other sponsor is Mark Creamer with Global, Global Life Family Heritage Division. Um, and he can help you. He's got this amazing where there's insurance if you get cancer. So for your diagnostics, for your treatments, for travel, it takes care of all of those things for you. So it's definitely worth looking into. And it is not expensive at all. His phone number is 503-341-4354. And I'll repeat that number at the end of this segment also. And last time we touched on some stuff that he covers. Yeah. Want me to hit one again? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. This is called Cancer Care uh, Plus. So it's kind of supplemental insurance for specifically for cancer. Mm-hmm. There's four levels of it, and I'm going to go over uh, what each level covers on this next one because it's kind of amazing. But we talked a lot about getting a second opinion. Yes. So you get the you get the diagnosis. They actually offer second surgical opinion okay that's kind of a big deal yeah and it says for a second opinion concerning cancer surgery that's That's specifically what that covers Mm -hmm. the base rate is 250 dollars then 500 a thousand and two thousand dollars that it would cover oh wow okay that's kind of cool yeah that is and we have a guest in studio we do so we have jessica from the polar plunge which is the oregon special olympics is Behind that, right? Correct. Okay. So the Polar Plunge is the largest annual fundraiser for Special Olympics Oregon. And we have six plunge locations this year wow. through February and March. Okay. All right. Do you want to tell us those locations? Sure. So I am specifically involved with the Corvallis Plunge, which is happening today, February 18th. And also the State Capital Plunge, which is happening in a couple of weeks on March 4th. Okay. Uh, we also have plunges happening in Bend, Portland, Medford, Eugene, and there is a special executive plunge happening in the Portland market as well for okay. really fancy rich people who have lots of money to donate. Right. <laughs> well, they'll probably donate the money and have somebody else jump in the water. I, I think they have to take the plunge. Oh, There's good. also the super plunge, which oh, is... Hey, you told about that. I am not doing the... Crazy people. about this. <laughs> These... F- wonderful people have to raise $3,000 and they plunge every hour on the hour for 24 hours in different costumes every hour. Wow. So they will start on March 10th at noon in Portland and they will plunge every hour through the night until the next day and they'll plunge with all of the regular Portland plungers that next morning at uh, noon for their final plunge. Holy smokes. That's every pretty hour cool. On, you know how long it took me to warm up last year and then I told Jessica like, so you told me I could do it again immediately afterwards? That's crazy. But your phone ringing. Baron, we're busy. Wow, so 12, that's pretty cool. Is that a pretty successful plunge? It then? is. So, yeah. overall, the state hopes to raise about $600,000. We were close last year with about 550000 Okay, super and, close. And um, 
Corvallis is looking super strong today. Salem in a couple of weeks is we're ahead of where we were last year at this same time. So we're yes. really optimistic that we're going to raise a lot of money to support health and wellness for Special Olympic athletes. Yeah, and I, and I love the fact, I think you told me this, and correct me if I'm wrong, Jessica, the money that's raised in Salem stays in Salem, right? So there's a couple of different incentives for local teams. So our local Marion County team, all of the money they raise does stay for their local program. We also um, have unified teams with elementary, middle, and high school, and and they get to keep half of their money directly for their program. The other That's half cool. does go to the corporate office to support insurance, staffing, mm-hmm. programs that the state puts on um, at the national level as well as the state level. So there's some local incentives and then all of the money that we raised does stay in Oregon for anything else. That's awesome. Well, and we should mention the fact that there's a, a team called the Mask Warriors. Oh, yeah, watch out. Is, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's Makes a, me feel like I want to be a ninja. You, you probably will be that, I'm sure. <laughs> You'll push me in the water. I know you will. Yeah. <laughs> it's a collaboration between KSLM and Kicking Cancer. Yes, I'm and super I know, excited. And I know Jackie's jumping and mm-hmm. I'm jumping. Mm-hmm. I will probably be jumping as well after I get off air. What? You changed your mind. Uh, You know, well, it depends on when I go and when they jump. When I'll be on air versus when you guys are jumping. jumping So we'll see. I control the schedule, so you just let me know. So you'll be jumping. (laughs) Yes, and we are so grateful. You know, when I first got involved in this, I thought it was really um, kind of geared towards the athletes, but it is really a community event. We see a lot of corporate companies, mm-hmm. a lot of um, clubs, a lot of colleges get involved, a lot of families, a lot of folks from Illahi neighborhood for the Salem event. Um, and I was very impressed last year. For the first year, the turnout was amazing. Yeah, we had almost 300 last year. Our goals, 350 this year, and I, we're well on our way. It was actually really impressive. It gave me goosebumps looking around and seeing all the different the different community partners that you see, big key players, the, the police department, fire departments, mm-hmm. uh, and just little tiny small businesses that – it mattered to them. Mm-hmm. This is a huge, big cause that's very heart-touching. And so yeah. thank you so much for bringing it here to Salem well, because it's amazing. My pleasure. It's a you know personal passion of mine. My own daughter, Olivia, who's 19, is a Special Olympic athlete. And, and a good it, bowler. She is. Her nickname's <laughs> Bolivia. Uh, and she that. bowls and does basketball and track and field. And you know she's out of high school now. And it has provided her with a continued community. We have friends. I have other mom friends who understand what we go through. Um, We have job opportunities. We have all sorts of things that the Connections with Special Olympics has provided us. And, um, you know, it's heartbreaking when you find out your child's not quote-unquote normal and you don't know quite what their life's going to look like. And then to see them just, you know, blow all of the expectations out of the water and have this, you know, wonderful, joyful life is just amazing. And, you know, it inspires me to see that our communities are moving towards inclusion mm-hmm. and that, you know, it's not like when we were in school and those kids are off segregated and away from everyone right. else. Um, they bring value and they mm-hmm. deserve to be at the table. And mm-hmm. they, you know, I'm just so impressed with our new generation coming up, these kids in their 20s and 30s who are, you know, making that a priority. And then to see the community come behind that is just makes my mama heart swell. Yeah. Well, Speaking of community partners, I think it's pretty safe that I can announce that the REC, which last year for Bolivia's case, we had uh, Tim Tim actually open up the evening, and anyone who came in bold specifically for this for this plunge, he made a donation. Well, he said he'll do it again this year. Yeah. 
That's amazing. So we'll have a date soon, and you can watch the how, – how do they see it? So on- we have a Facebook group, State Capital Polar Plunge, um, also Special Olympics Oregon. So um, any of those uh, social media platforms um, will have that information, and we'll make sure we share it. And Baron will put it on his page as well once we know a date. But and- the other one that's cool – sorry to interrupt you there. The okay. other one is Mike Adams has agreed that one evening, if you go eat at the Adams Rib on 12th, he'll donate part of the proceeds. See, this is what I love about our community. We have a really amazing community, truly. And that's, you know, there's creative ways to get involved and support these sort of things. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know small businesses are struggling, and, I, you know, I can't even bear to ask them for donations and cash. But if they're willing to, you know, be creative, there are ways to support us, help promote it, and donate a little bit of, you know, profits where they're not just giving out of their, you know, the money they need to run their businesses. Mm-hmm. So we're open to all sorts of creative partnerships like that. We actually had our kids this weekend go door knocking for, to get pledge money for them jumping. Oh, <laughs> Love how it. How they do? How they do? They did great, actually. Yeah. yeah. So we should see the team number go up pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sweet. That's and awesome. that's a great. Uh, it is a family-friendly event, so it your is. kids can plunge. Um, you know, if your kids are coming with their school, there's some paperwork to fill out. But um, yeah, we had kids as young as eight years old plunging last year. We have lifeguards. We have uh, Marion County Fire Department on site for any medical first aid needs. Um, it's a well-oiled and well-planned event, Very. and we want to make sure everyone has a blast and that there's not a negative you know anything coming out of the event so um, definitely a great way to show your kids of ways that they can creatively get involved in Mm -hmm. supporting their community and inclusion Mm -hmm. well the exciting thing about today is uh, at 11 o'clock today is the Corvallis plunge and now that I'm working with Surpro, Surpro is one of the corporate sponsors and I'm raising money for the sale of one so it's you know it's the KSLM cancer combination right but I'm going to put on one of Sir Pro's hazmat outfits, and the difference in Corvallis is they run into the river. They don't jump into a pool. So that's and that's how it kind of originated was going into a, a river, right? Mm-hmm. So I love that you guys have brought it into places that don't have that so that we can still participate. Yeah. I think that's huge. We really appreciate Illahee Hills Country Club. They've been a great partner. You know, we brought it to them and they're like, what do you want to do in the winter? <laughs> and I'm like, we don't need much. We just need you to keep the pool clean and we don't even want it heated. And they were like, okay. You're and then crazy. we came back we the second it. year. They threw ice in. They didn't yeah. they yeah. threw ice in it. <laughs> but they came back, you know, we came back the second year and they were like, definitely, we're in. They gave us a huge discount. They're helping promote it. That's um, awesome. And, you know, we may outgrow that venue, so we'll be looking at um, but yeah, that's the thing is, you know, there are some plunges in the rivers, there are some in pools. Um, you know, again, we're looking for a safe location to do it. And right. so in the Salem area, that time of year, our currents are a little different than you right. see in Corvallis or Portland. Mm-hmm. And so we just decided for, you know, as we were tipping our toes into this, you know, venture that we wanted to make sure we had a controlled environment. Yes, absolutely. Well, I just have to give a huge shout out to, to what Jessica did last year because I didn't know you. Mm-hmm. before the plunge. No, I did not. You and Terry were doing a booth there, and mm-hmm. you were just pulling a variety of people in. Mm-hmm. I mean, you pulled Mike Adams in, and, and then, you know, because Terry knew me, he, you pulled me in to talk, and that's where you and I first met, and I realized there was an interesting chemistry with us, and so the show we have now really is indirectly because of the plunge mm-hmm. last year. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love to see, you know, new relationships and opportunities yeah. built out of, you know, people just coming together to do good things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We're going we're gonna to get a lot more into Jessica's story in the second half. 
But oh. we're just full cheese here. Really, really quick. My favorite part about the Polar Plunge was seeing everybody's outfits. <laughs> yes. So costumes are definitely encouraged and celebrated, and we have a costume contest. So, again, family-friendly event. Mm-hmm. But uh, we had Cupid last year. We had superheroes. We had... Dinosaurs. Dinosaur team. And Becca with Bu- Me- Becca Makes Buttons will be back this year with her button booth and her ratadactyl yes. team. <laughs> and, you know, South Salem High School came out in prom dresses and tuxes I and saw- safari. <laughs> they were just like... A hodgepodge of different things, but so cool. It was. It was really fun. It made it would just lighten the mood just that much more. Yep. Just like okay, this is like a little party. I yep, love yep. it. Our plunging penguins. Lots yes. of oh, creativity. Yep. Well, we we've created a special shirt. Um, anyone see the King Cancer shirts? They're they're all the same look, just different colored shirts. But for whatever reason, there's no cancer that's red. That's represented by the color red. So we decided to do a red shirt and it's got the United States on it and over Oregon it's got the KSLM logo and then randomly it's got the donkey and that the whole team will plunge wearing that shirt and then the, the station has bought these black masks so we're the mask warriors so we will have a unified mask look as we jump in the water love it I love it I'm excited it's be fun mm-hmm. I can't wait you want a recipe Okay, yes. You like these, don't Our you? recipes, by the way, you guys, I'm, I love that you guys are reaching out and asking for them. I've enjoyed forwarding them to you. A few people have even like been like, oh, if you change this one ingredient, then it's also gluten-free as well. So that was awesome. That was Bob Bush. Thank you for that. So it's just really cool seeing all the people come for the recipes. They're, they're great. Yeah. All right, so what do you got for us today? Well, this one is chocolate and peanut butter quinoa. What's a quinoa? We're going to get into that. All right. <laughs> you know what a quinoa is, Jessica? A grain of some sort. It is a grain of some sort. Little tiny. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so each of them has a section. This is actually from the breakfast section. Okay. And it says quinoa can make a great breakfast alternative to oats for those who are allergic to oats. Okay. And just looking to change things up a bit. The chocolate and peanut butter quinoa is great for kids who may be familiar with the flavor of popular breakfast cereals. And if you can be made in just a few minutes, especially if you keep a supply of cooked quinoa in the fridge. Okay. Quinoa is very, very high in protein. It's a great alternative with quinoa. Okay. So, again, we talk about easy ingredients, simple ingredients. You have five ingredients. I love it. Okay. So you have a cup of plant-based milk. Almond milk is a really good choice. Almond milk is great. You have two cups of the cooked quinoa. Then you have a teaspoon of maple syrup, so that's our substitute Sweetener. for sugar, mm-hmm. right? A tablespoon of cocoa powder and a tablespoon of peanut butter. Wow. No, I'm sorry, not peanut butter. Peanut <laughs> peanut powder. That's called PB oh, Fit. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's a peanut butter substitute. Yeah. And in a medium saucepan, in over medium heat, you bring the milk to a boil. Then you put the oats in. And once that gets to a whole boil, reduce the heat, stir in the quinoa, the maple syrup, the cocoa powder, and the peanut powder. Cook it for about five minutes and serve. Wow. Very easy. Sounds delicious. Yes, it does. And you can roll them into little like peanut butter balls. Yeah. Right? Make them flat if you want, whatever. That's fun. So again... uh, Amanda is currently taking a picture of this recipe. So you guys can email me at amanda at kslm.news. And you can pick and up And I this. will send it to you. Yeah. So we have chocolate peanut butter quinoa. And as oh, I was cool. reading this, it reminded me that when I was um, much younger, I would take sugar and milk and peanut butter and cocoa powder 
and oats, and I would I would create this cookie. But everything in that really isn't great now that I understand. Right. Right. A lot of a lot of regular peanut butter has hydrogenated oil in it, which is really not good for you. So this doesn't have peanut butter. So that's why I was going to ask what would be the difference of the powder versus the actual peanut butter. Yeah. Like Jiffy and Skippy, they have hydrogenated oil, which is really not good for you once you understand what hydrogenated oil does. Your best peanut butter to buy is really Adam's peanut butter. Okay. And the reason they, people don't buy it is because it gets this oily layer on top, and they hate that. You know what the hydrogenated oil does? It stops the oily thing from occurring. Oh, but it's really bad for our cells. Okay. Yeah. But this takes the whole thing out, and you put that peanut powder in there. Yeah. Peanut Perfect. Thing. Brilliant. So there's your recipe for I that. like it. And what's that book called again? <clears throat> it is called The Plant-Based Diet for Beginners. Okay. A.K.A. Baron. <laughs> and Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing I thought I would do for you, because you always like the shocking information, mm -hmm. but when Brenda was here, and you guys did your little Facebook Live. Yeah. Brenda talked about how many things we put on our body, chemicals put on our body, that are actually carcinogens. Mm -hmm. So, again, I went back to my friend, Chris. Yep, Chris Beats Cancer Chris book. Chris Cancer. And there's a whole section in this book about, it's called Toxic Beauty is the name of this subsection. Okay. Toxic Beauty. Right. <laughs> kind of a scary title, but it says, your skin absorbs what you put on it. Mm-hmm. Chemicals from creams, lotions, potions, oils, makeup, nail polish, deodorants, other body care products are absorbed into your bloodstream through your skin, and these chemicals cir circulate throughout your entire body. Kind of makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. Unlike the food industry, the skincare industry is largely unregulated. Yeah. So no one's checking what's in these products. Right. Mascara has traces of mercury. Lipstick has traces of lead. Talcum powder has been associated with ovarian cancer. According to a study conducted by this consumer group, traces of suspected carcinogens in, is in almost half of personal care products. Wow. <clears throat> I know that... Um, go ahead, I'll let you keep finishing. Well, this last one was what was struck me so interestingly. Um, it, it refers to this... Aluminum salt that's in antiperspirants. Okay. And which interferes with estrogen receptors and has been implicated as a potential contributor to breast cancer. Wow. What I find so interesting about that is, as Brenda's been here and described where cancer <coughs> came, it came on the outside of her left breast. Mm -hmm. And your deodorant goes oh. right here. Yeah. And we've talked about all these things that. Like, breast cancer is not as um, lethal as it used to be. People are surviving breast cancer, but the cases keep going up. Yes. We're not slowing down breast cancer. And something as simple as these antiperspirants could be a contributor. Yeah. So I've actually just recently got diagnosed with psoriasis. And beauty products is one of the things I've had to really let go of. Um there's some makeup that I'm able to use that doesn't bother me. There's certain mascaras that I had to look for that didn't have certain uh, chemicals in them. I no longer wash my I literally am just water. I wash my face with just water um, because I was breaking out so bad. 
um, and my psoriasis kicked up, and I went to the doctors because it was really bad under my eyes. It was like I had really raw eyes. Mm-hmm. It was it was the craziest thing, and then it came down around my nose. Mm-hmm. And um, she was like, but that I don't think is psoriasis. And I was like, but it's flaring up just like it flares up on my body. And she was like, I think, honestly, that that's a reaction to products. And I said, but I'm using really good stuff. I'm using, I said, I even only used like avocado oil to just like uh, moisturize it or coconut oil. I've tried all of these different things. And she said, have you tried nothing? (laughs) Have you tried just water in a washcloth? And it was like, well, no, because I need to give it moisture. I need to to give it the things that it needs. And she was like, it needs nothing. Yeah. yeah. Especially if we're not piling more things on yes. top of it that are making it need things. Yeah. And craziest thing happened. Went it away. went away. Went away. It went away. Yeah. It was crazy. About two product lines now that I, there's a, there's a face cleaner at Trader Joe's that I really like using. And there's a, a company out there and I just, their names escaped me, but they're, the base inside there is aloe vera. So they use that inside of their product, which is a whole lot better for your skin. I but even tried that. You tried, that didn't work either. I no? tried out, I call it aloe because I'm dyslexic and have a hard time yeah. saying, I say Avril, Avril Lavigne. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's the singer. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> um, I even tried that and it, 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 it burned. Yeah. It burned really bad. It was bizarre. Well, I, I just find it intriguing that... But yes, so they are... Yeah. I mean, Chris is, Chris is, you know, again, Chris does his research, and if anyone ever wants, there's a little there's a little um, note down here as to where he got this information mm-hmm. from, but it makes total sense yeah. that, that these antiperserants, they interfere with estrogen receptors, which, you know, given the region you're putting the antiperserant, the region your breasts are at, and if those receptors are interfered with, then breast cancer goes up. Yeah. So, and again, I'm not mocking anybody, but these these pink runs, they're not telling you, stop using antiperspirant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not going to slow breast cancer down if we don't look at the causes that's causing breast cancer. No, I appreciate you talking about stuff like this because it's the, the more we know, the more we can do. Yep. Truly. Yep. And so things like that, like the deodorant thing, I, I need to figure out a different deodorant probably. Yeah. Well, and, and and again, Brenda was I was talking to Brenda about this, and she says it's antiperspirants. So deodorants are different okay. than antiperspirants, and and there's different. But colors. everybody wants the antiperspirant because you don't want to sweat. Right. But it blocks your sweat glands. Mm-hmm. Yep. With that aluminum. Yeah. yeah. No, I, you're you're right. I went one day. I mistakenly brought deodorant versus antiperspirant, and my wife's like, "You want antiperspirant so you don't sweat?" Well, yeah, but you know what the what the reason you don't sweat is because you block those glands. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a double-edged sword. Yeah, it is. Often in so many things. In so many things. Double-edged sword. So that was my shocking stuff is just how many skincare products that we're using. Mm-hmm. That we, I mean, mascara has mercury and lipstick has lead and talcum powder has been associated with ovarian cancer. What are we putting on our bodies that is potentially creating cancer? Mm-hmm. It's a scary thought, in yes. all honesty, because 99% of it... Probably is a contributing factor in some way or another, whether it's cancer or some type of other health issue. Well, for you, it wasn't cancer. Right. It was psoriasis, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But it was still the stuff on your skin that was causing it. Mm-hmm. And then because I was allergic and having a reaction, it caused my psoriasis to flare mm-hmm. up like nobody's business. Yeah. Well, it all starts with your gut. So if you can keep your gut healthy, you know, yes. from the inside out. But yeah, you're still, you know, those topical things definitely have an impact. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a whole other section here of chemicals to avoid. 
And the reason I didn't want to get into this is I know I'm going to slaughter some of these names because they're, they're <laughs> chemical names. But the one that I can say here is fragrances. <laughs> so fragrances. Good job. The, yeah, right. I can say that one. Fra- the generic catch-all term used to avoid disclosing secret ingredients to their competitors. Oh. So we say fragrances. But it's also a way to hide potentially toxic ingredients. Oh, because they can consider it a fragrance when it might not really be one. It's just a, but they can hide it. toxic. Right. Federal law doesn't require companies to list any of the chemicals in their fragrance mixture on their product labels. Really? They don't have to tell us what creates the fragrance. Because they have a competitive edge. Interesting. That is interesting. I feel like they would still have to do that. They just don't have to tell us how many drops of the essential oils or how many. Well, it does say that recent research by these particular companies, uh, 17 name brand fragrances, none of them listed on the label. Fragrances can contain hormone disruptors among the top five allergies in the world. So he says, I recommend buying a fragrance free from companies that provide full label disclosure. Okay. Yep. So that's Crystal's right. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> My last tidbit before we're out of time. Okay, so uh, we are out of time. So I'm going to give a huge shout out to our sponsors for this first half of the show. And that is Oddmo's Pizza. He's absolutely amazing. So if you guys are looking for something to do for dinner tonight, definitely check him out. And then Mark Kramer, Kramer sorry, from Global Life Family Heritage Division. He's absolutely amazing. And he can talk to you about what it looks like to start up getting uh, cancer insurance and what all that comes with and answer any of your questions if you're just not sure if it's a good fit for you or not. His number is 503-341-4354. And we'll be right back after these messages. 